0: Hey, welcome to the After Now podcast with Tim and George. Give us a listen. What do you have to lose?
1: Because let's be honest, you've wasted time on sketchier stuff than this before. Hey, Tim. Hey, George. Did you hear they made a new artificially intelligent Oreo? No, I didn't. It's one smart cookie.
0: I love the dad jokes, man. I really do. <laughs> um, yeah, so artificial <laughs> intelligence, chat GPT, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And so what's what's interesting about this, and I was thinking about this as we were putting this together. Mm-hmm. From when we first had the... Ins- the inception of the idea of doing this was right after Chat GPT was introduced.
0: Yeah, you're talking about this show.
1: This show. Yeah. This particular show. Because we've talked about artificial intelligence before. Right, right. Mostly in the vein of Terminator or whatever. Right. right. And we came to the conclusion that it's not going to kill us. So right. Well, settle down so far. Right. But within its very short period of time, it's been out maybe a month or two, not even.
0: Yeah, within that short window. Everything's blown up.
1: So if we would have done a show about it and talked about particular artificial intelligence, engines, drivers, tools, it would have been obsolete because it's literally every day something new is coming out. I agree. Um, And we're going to talk about that because it's both exciting and a little frightening at the same time. But... There's some really cool things you can do with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, um, Tim and I have added a little piece of content to our show because what we wanted to do was on the fly, ask chat GPT to write a joke about itself for this show. But it's saying right now it's at capacity and it's kind of steering you to buy the paid subscription.
0: Thank you, Microsoft.
1: And that's exactly it. Microsoft, right after ChatGPT came out and everyone was all abuzz with it. Microsoft, what, they put $10 billion or something like that in it?
0: Yeah. Something ridiculous. Time to monetize it. Time to monetize it.
1: And, of course, they did what Microsoft does and effed it up
0: <laughs> Abs- already. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my God. It's just infuriating. Um, so, we're getting a message that says, Chat GPT is at capacity right now. Get notified when we're back. And then it's got its normal, you know, random uh, examples on the left hand side. And on the right hand side, it says, Chat GPT plus subscriber login. Add your email <laughs> for personalized login links. Uh, not a plus subscriber yet? Join the wait list.
1: <laughs> oh, if this wasn't—if this wasn't so expected,
0: <laughs> yeah, it really was. It, it, I was like, "Hmm, you know what? It sucks. We can't use it for the show." Um, it doesn't surprise me though, because you know, no, Microsoft, no, it, oh. Microsoft touched it.
1: So, but what we're going to talk about is we're we're not going to talk about any particular tools because who knows when you're going to listen to this and when you do listen to it, it's probably the, the tools are probably going to be different. Right. right. And, right. and many more available. Right. right. Um, as of this airing chat GPT made the biggest splash. And now Google is coming out with their version that they're working into their browser. Chat GPT is supposed to go into the Bing browser.
0: Which nobody um, uses.
1: Right. Yeah. So it,
0: it'll, It'll be like their phones. My, right? my my, opinion, of course. I don't want to get sued or anything. Uh, no.
1: no I, I, hello, if it's true. Um, anyway, right. <laughs> um, so there's all these tools out there.
0: And, and Apple is very oddly quiet about all this.
1: They are, but they've been working on artificial intelligence for a long time, namely Siri. Right. Right? So they've got something. They're just gonna to have to figure out how it it again, how to monetize it and how to um, turn it into a product. Um, but so here, <laughs> here's a little lesson, right? Uh one of the things that came out was oh chat GPT is gonna be able to write term papers and it's gonna ruin school. Nobody can be great at anything. Well then, guess what open AI came out with? They came out with something to detect when something was written by ChatGPT. Um, yeah, and and there's they'll, and they'll sell that product, right? right? And,
0: and there's third parties out there that work for universities and whatnot, or you know, um, that have contracts with universities and whatnot, and they have AI that recognizes other AI as well. So they they know when when people are using technology to kind of, you know. Turn in their homework, essentially. But people have been trying to get around
1: it by having, let's say, an AI write their term paper and then taking that term paper and having another AI either rewrite it (laughs) in a little different format.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you could probably get, you know, at least a bachelor's degree in information technology versus the doctorate that you're trying to go after. Um, in whatever class that you're cheating on, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, the the effort that you're, that these people are taking to cheat, might as well just do the work. Right.
1: Yeah. And, and
0: honestly, if you can master the tools, you got a skill. You do. You do have a, a, a skill. And, you know, I've, I've seen some, um, I've seen some articles and some, uh, some YouTubing that have been done as of uh, recently, and and a lot of this is like you know um, legit uh, media outlets, NBC, I think, and NPR, um, and they've done some interviewing around the country uh, with some you know with some teachers, uh, eighth grade, ninth grade, you know, uh, maybe even college level, and what you have is you've got like the separation in the educational uh, space, uh, in in higher ed, there. Their whole philosophy is, you know, let's embrace. Uh, and it, it, of course, mileage will vary, right? It depends on the teacher. Yeah. It, yeah, it depends on the teacher. Um, some sometimes you'll have teachers who are just absolutely against it. Um, those are usually the teachers that I didn't pay attention to in high school, by the way. <laughs> um, well, oh, and and you you in other cases you have teachers who absolutely do embrace it, and they they have actually made it part of their curriculum. Wow already
1: and and so here's the here's one of the overriding themes i think of of tonight's show ai is in diapers
0: right now yes and because of microsoft it just shit itself no I'm sorry
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. um but but we are freaking out as a society trying to figure out what to do with this this is just the beginning right yeah, yeah um and, every, you know, this is going to come take your jobs. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it it probably will take a lot of jobs.
0: Yeah, uh, probably. Not I mean, right away. Yeah, right I mean, away, it's, but it's doing art. Yeah, it's doing art, right? It's doing copywriting. It's doing, it's copy- doing yeah. Coding. It's doing coding. It, it, I, I asked it to do some coding for me the other night before Microsoft shut it down. And uh, it did a really good job of creating... Some really nice C sharp. Um, I, I asked it to write some code for me.
1: And so we're um, woefully unprepared for what's coming our way. And as we talked about before on the show about AI, AI learns, truly does learn at an exponential rate. And here's how it does it. <clears throat> so let's say you're, um, um Let's say you're a doctor and you're doing a surgery, right? You get to operate on one person at a time for so many hours. And over the course of your career, uh, I don't know, let's say you you average, uh, let's say, 300 people a year as a really busy doctor. okay? Um, 300 year, maybe you're doing it for two, let's say, 20 years, Um You see, what, 6,000? So that's 6,000 operations? Yeah, yeah. Right? It's a a lot of experience. Now, AI can read all the case files and see what worked and what didn't for every doctor ever. (laughs) Right. And on top of that, the way AI works is it will kind of, if you remember the movie War Games, it'll kind of play itself. So it'll learn from itself. Joshua. Yes. And what AI can do, because of the way servers are set up virtually now and, and all the different resources that it has, that AI can replicate itself almost to an infinite infinite number. But let's just say it, it replicates itself a thousand times. It can create a, a thousand instances of itself and have it learn a certain thing a thousand different ways and then it can gather all that information and it could do that in a matter of probably seconds or minutes
0: yeah it would be like if you could clone yourself a thousand times and tell your 999 other clones to go learn the task that you want to learn and then once they've learned it you could just recombine with all of your clones and acquire that knowledge and then do said task
1: and all your clones would do so in different countries. So it would learn things slightly different to add a really wide breadth of experience. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, and it's, it's here. Um, you know, it's, what we're seeing is probably a very, um, light version of what, uh, mm-hmm. is actually occurring in, the, uh, you know, within the lab, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. But,
1: but it's and pretty here, cool what we're seeing. And here's where it gets really exciting because if any of you have ever had an experience with a, um, let's say non-standard illness or something that doesn't present itself fully, that's kind of a hard thing to figure out. Okay. um, so, uh, I'll use an, a, a real world example. friend of ours. Um, their father was was diagnosed with macular degeneration, all right the de- They brought him to a bunch of specialists around here, and they said, "Well, there's really nothing you can do. Uh, this was a few years ago. Um, you know, your your father's gonna lose his sight. Well, this friend of ours kept on digging and digging and digging and found someone at a different hospital. And this person said, "Oh, you know what? I've had really good success trying something, and that person saved eyesight, saved the eyesight of this person, right? But so many specialists have said it can't be done. You needed that one person, and this is true for a lot of different professions, but it's especially um, uh, the impact is especially big in medical profession. If your doctor," hasn't seen your case the way it is presenting they're not going to know how to solve it and even now just now physicians are starting to share information and and you know within the, their hospital systems they're starting to share information
0: yeah believe but, me that that right there is a completely separate show oh yeah yeah
1: but up until now which is ridiculous there's, like, not a major database to say, hey, for macular degeneration, if it presents this way, they've had luck doing this. Right. Right? Yeah, my if somebody publishes something in a journal and if this and if that, AI can take care of that. AI can, you know, all it needs to do is access to medical records all over the world. And, oh, you know what? This herb works. This, you know, it We just don't use it in this country and blah, 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 blah. But this works. That's what that's how AI gets used for good. Yeah. And it's gonna benefit people.
0: And take that take that idea right there and apply it to other verticals, right? Instead of healthcare, what happens when you need to write code like what I was doing the other day. You know, it's not just looking at, you know, maybe four or five developers and what they were able to write it's looking at four or five million developers and yes all the different ways efficiencies and it's taking the inefficiencies into consideration and saying you know why would I want to write something like that that doesn't make sense I'm going to take the uh um I'm going to take the best uh um you know the best set of code that I have available to me and I'm going to write something that my that that the person who's asked me to do this uh you know and and outputs something beautiful, some really really good code. So I, I it's going to be applied to a lot of different verticals, um, and the same mechanism, the the ability to learn on a mass scale, um, is is really the differentiator between AI uh, with ML, right? Machine learning and yep. uh, artificial intelligence. That's really the differentiator there.
1: Yeah, and what's going to happen at first, which is what we're seeing. Um, is it's going to try to? It's going to be monetized. So you're going to get these big companies that are going to, and and in some respects it needs to be because there's a lot of money that has to go into research for these things and machine time and and processing power and all that stuff. But right now, you know, we're going to pick on Microsoft because they're the the most visible. They're going to close these tools off. And and try to monopolize it. But then someone else will come with an open source project and be close enough. And it's going to be that constant race to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the genie has been let out of the box. Absolutely. And there's so many different tools and people can use them in combination. So what happens is you can create um, for social media pages. You can create posts and you can create risk, you know, uh, an engine that creates uh, responses to posts and then link that with something that can take that one AI generated post under your name and propagate it out to as many different platforms as, as you want. And it looks like you've got an army of people working for you because it's hitting, you know, it's hitting Facebook and Instagram and evil TikTok and, um, <laughs> you know, whatever Twitter and all that other stuff. Um, so, and this is all can be done behind the scenes without you knowing, without anyone touching anything. And and what this included, this was a, like an army of people or a company that used to do this stuff before. And honestly, you go on social media and they'll tell you how to how to link these tools together
0: so the interesting thing is and that's all those are all great points my concern is kind of the concern that um starlink had uh put out um earlier today and uh yesterday in regards to the starlink technology being used in the ukraine uh in in the in the war theater yeah. And uh, they 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 were saying, well, we we never built the product to be used in wartime. We never we never thought of it being weaponized. And you know, if if uh, the Ukrainian soldiers are going to go and talk to one another and communicate, that's fine. But the Ukrainians, you know, they're they're innovative. They're an innovative bunch of people. And yep. what they've started to do is they started controlling their their weaponized drones with Starlink and doing stuff um and and so that's that's made the guys over at Starlink nervous for a very good reason um, yeah
1: they, they, well they they were they brought those satellites over there as a temporary thing to help because no one thought that it would last this long and that's a whole nother show mm-hmm. but um they they're like okay hey you know Ukraine's um, Ukraine's being under attack their infrastructure's compromised we'll help out, right? But it wasn't it wasn't a blanket we're going to help your military out,
0: right? And now obviously that's taken that's taken a shape of its own, and to bring that into focus uh, through the lens of what we're talking about here, um, you know what happens when AI gets weaponized
1: and it, it inevitably does every good piece of
0: technology always does yes but there's an opportunity to weaponize it in a good way and and let me let me just explain, explain that yeah, yeah, explain yeah explain and and what i mean by that is 1985 bears football here we go defense um no. meaning meaning putting ai into firewalls into um protecting networks from attack. Um and hmm. that that to me is a really interesting space and a really interesting um part of this uh whole conversation that I really want to see where it goes because yeah if you could apply artificial intelligence to um the cord and you could say hey, I'm going to watch this pipe, this cord, this internet connection every millisecond of the day for an entire year uh, for as long as i'm told to watch it meaning the ai and it says Mm -hmm. i've got you know a, a simple criteria i need to meet i need to protect this network and protecting this network means looking for things that look um you know um dangerous out of the ordinary uh, things that don't fit the profile of normal traffic. And then I'm going to react to it and I'm going to react to it based off of X, Y, and Z criteria. And if, if you could build something like that and you know, you can take the, uh, the human element out of it, let's just say 60% of the time, 70% of the time, Mm. that's, that's a huge win. And so what, what's happening in my mind is, is that, you know, because we we have a we have a saying in cybersecurity, right? I mean, they only have to get in once. We have yeah. to we have to block everything, but they only have to get in once. So if we can shift that um, likelihood of them them the bad actors being able to get in, um, then that's something worth exploring. And I think and when I say weaponize, I kind of. You know, I'm I'm kind of rolling my eyes a little because I'm not really talking about weaponizing in the sense of attacking somebody. I'm talking about a defensive measure in this case.
1: Yeah, and you know, it'd be nice to send something back their way,
0: right? I mean (laughs) Well now that's weaponizing, and yeah, that's uh that that's yeah, that and that's where it can get interesting. Like, you know, hey, if you're going to attack me, then perhaps I can reverse attack you once I find out yeah. where you're coming from. No, I'm not, I'm not advocating that. That's not what I'm advocating, but I'm saying, you know, how hard could be? But you could, could see be? where the desire would be, right? Yeah, right. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: So, so, you know, we talked about some of the good things with, with AI. Um, here's some scary stuff that's already being done with AI. Um, and I think it's going to be more damaging to women um, than men. And here's what I mean by that. Right now, there are image generators. So you type in what you want, and it'll create an image. You know, um, I want Tim riding a unicorn uh, shirtless, like, uh, like Putin or something like that, right? And this AI will create a picture of that. Oh God! The and and if you want to see how you know this technology has come, just go see the new Avatar movie. Yeah, right. Because they use AI and they use all these special effects, and you know, there's not a person on there. And some of it does look cartoony, but some of it looks really good.
0: By the way, probably we would look way better than me on a unicorn with my shirt off. Just, just saying.
1: I don't know, Tim. I don't know. You are a handsome man.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's true. Um, anywho, what, what's being done, what's already being done, is people are using these uh, image generators to create fake people. And I guess you can still tell a little bit because sometimes their fingers aren't right or whatever, but most of the time they look, they look pretty good. And you can describe exactly what you want this person to look like and then you can modify them okay well i want uh i want their eyes to be blue instead of green i want their hair to be red instead of blonde but there are people that have already created only fans accounts with image generated people
0: interesting
1: they're making money off this and worse than that men are now being conditioned to see they're they're unaware that these AI created images are like the new version
0: of beauty, right? Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: And this started, this started long before AI came around. And how many times have we talked about the Photoshopping and the filters and all the other nonsense of completely unachievable levels of appearance and if we're being honest it really does affect women a whole lot more because um it just seems like that's that's what sells better um and that's a whole nother show i think just in terms of that whole dynamic
0: but um no but it's an interesting thought because you think about it i mean you know i i hate you know, I hate saying this, but it's it's true. It's nothing new, right? I mean no, no. back in the twenties and thirties, people would look into, you know, eyepieces that had, you know, animation of women. They had makeup mm. on. It wasn't, you know, what you'd normally see out on, you know, the normal streets of New York. It was Hollywood or or some type of company who's looking to make some money and they're dialing the girls up and, you know, they, they look different in this little device that they make. And then you move forward to the 40s and 50s where movies and, you know, more pinups and, pin and... and absolutely. And then Playboy Hustler comes out and the... Uh, uh, 60s and 70s and airbrushing technology in the 80s and, then the and 90s, 90s. You
1: get the you get the um, the anorexic look that was in, which was disgusting. Absolutely, um, but it, it's
0: it's just the next evolution of of exploitation. Yes, yes,
1: and now you don't even need a real person. You don't even need a real person. Yeah, I, I mean think of how bad it was with with um you know with photoshop because you can move the eyes wider apart you can uh you can change the shape of somebody and airbrush you know the background where where their body was and all that other stuff and um have ridiculous proportions that are never going to be found on a real human being now you know you can create as many
0: of those as you want all day long. Right. And the, the interesting thing here is, is we're not even getting off topic because no. A- AI powers all of this stuff without. It's being
1: done right now. It's yeah. free. I yeah. mean, these are free generators.
0: Without, without AI, you wouldn't be able to do. No. Om- almost anything that we're talking about here. Um
1: And you, you don't... don't need any skills. That's the other that that's I think one of the biggest things right is in the past you had to have the picture of a real person and then somebody that had decent photoshop skills to re- to make it look good mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. otherwise it would look silly i mean there, there's all these websites of photoshop fails because people suck at it and you had to have some kind of skills all you're doing now is describing it you're describing Whatever object you want created, including a person, to the minutest detail, and it'll be generated.
0: Yeah, and then it's like, who
1: owns that image? Well,
0: right, right. That's where I was about to go. I mean, now we're getting into the Blade Runner conversation, right? I mean, with with you know androids being you know uh, prostitutes, you know, and and you're we're starting to broach that conversation, and it's. Early on, like you said, we're in diapers here.
1: Yeah, but it's a logical, it's the logical next step. And if you can't see that, you're not looking at it. And it's got nothing to do with, oh, this is science. Oh, this is ha- This is happening today. This is not, you know, people are monetizing AI generated images today that men are paying for.
0: Yeah. And so that's happening today. And I think maybe the next step, um, (laughs) I say this, but who knows what happens between now and then, you know, once the metaverse comes out, right. And it's been, it's been pretty quiet. You haven't, you know, it's been a month or two since someone's talked about the metaverse. Yeah, I mean, in technology circles, that might as well be 10 years, but, but you know, the metaverse, when, when that, becomes reality um and it becomes no pun intended and it becomes (laughs) um accessible you'll see the next iteration of what we're talking about occur on that platform in that in that question with that media yeah
1: and and where where that goes in in terms of the metaverse but other things one of the other ai pieces so you've got images you've got being able to create chatbots right gpt Mm -hmm. um so You could create an OnlyFans page. You could have ChatGPT in the background saying, okay, anytime anyone tries to interact with our fake person, I want the fake bot to talk to somebody, and I want these things, I want them to behave this way to try to extract as much money from that human being on the other side as possible. Okay? Now, here's where it gets even weirder.
0: (laughs) Because it's not weird enough already. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You, with... I believe thirty seconds of audio, or oh, I'm sorry, three seconds of audio. There are AI voice generators that will sound like you with perfect inflection. Um, and if someone is on on the back end typing what they want to say, it'll be said in your voice
0: yeah.
1: with your inflection. Now, people are like, "Wow!" And Microsoft came out with saying that, right? And where this is going to be used? is with call centers. So all of a sudden, people that have problem with one language or another, that barrier is gone because it can be interpreted from one language to another or someone types something and all of a sudden it's spoken in perfect English or perfect Dutch or perfect German. I mean, is,
0: is there a perfect German? Ja, volt. Speaking of German...
1: Someone on Reddit. So people on Reddit are um to quote uh I, I think it was uh Transformers 2, uh they're stupid geniuses. <laughs> okay. okay? <laughs> wow. So so someone took the <laughs> the voice generator AI function and had um who was the um Oh God! What was her name? She was the uh, the uh, the young female lead, in, or the young female lead character in Harry Potter. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. That's who it is. So they on Reddit they have Emma Watson reading Mein Kampf.
0: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, they did. Yes they did. <laughs> so that's that's simultaneously tragic and genius I, I i don't right and yeah. that's what i
1: mean they're, they're, they're stupid geniuses Oh, uh, now here's here's where that here's where it gets nuts
0: okay and, and and let me just clarify what I just said because it's mineconf we, we uh, yeah, right. so, right. I, I just it's thought about a horrible book right right. And, right I thought about what I said after I said it what I meant to say was it's just you're taking something so innocent and reading something so horrible it, and you're that really, was the point yeah you're seeing two sides of just yes. you know uh, completely different technologies mishmash and wow. That's just well but but crazy. well but,
1: but 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 that that illustrates something really really important. you can now make anybody say anything think about that someone running for office yeah. right <laughs> oh well, this person said this absolutely horrible thing and here's the tape yeah, I mean, and I... then they have to prove that the... they never said it
0: right, right I mean I we all saw the um the the video of uh um what was it it was uh th- there's there's actors who are being portrayed by facial technology right so it's like deep fakes and yes yes, it, yes. And it's not just one actor or actress it's many of them and when you look at it it's like what you know and all of this came about because you know the movie industry you know they wanted to um, I, I saw a special the other day, uh, it, was a, it was a brief clip, where they literally took um, you know, pictures of photos of uh, actors in their prime, in their 20s and 30s, and then, and then rendered that over their existing face today, and allowed them to act with the voice, but look as if they looked 20, 30 years ago. Yeah,
1: they did that with the Irishman.
0: Yeah, they did that with Harrison Ford, too. Harrison, this was an example with uh, um, Indiana Jones.
1: Yeah, and, and so the plus side of it is Tony Stark will never get old, right? And you'll have these actors, you'll have continuous the same actor, even after they're dead.
0: Yeah, and the the idea originally was the story arc can continue. But right. a- again, we're we're talking about now people actually taking this technology and and you know having it at home on their 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 laptop because their computers are just so fast these days and yeah, they're just yeah. so capable.
1: And, and so nothing <laughs> you think you got problems now trying to figure out what to believe and what's real. How's anyone gonna run for office? I, I'm, I'm being dead serious. How's anyone going to run for office when all you need, and of course it'll be done through dark money in a pack, and, oh, I didn't do that. You can have your opponent say whatever you want them to say in their voice, and you could even have a
0: video of them saying it. You can have your your uh, candidate do the leaderhosen dance on top of a table.
1: Absolutely. Yes. And, and, you know, and it's, what are you going to say? Are you going to believe me or your lion eyes? (laughs) Right? Absolutely. So that's kind of, that's the scary part about this is you'll be able to, you'll be able to hit, you just won't be able to tell what's real and what's not. And again, this thing is just in its infancy. It's going to get so much better.
0: For better or so worse better. right for better or for worse and it's
1: gonna be both honestly right. it, it's it's gonna be you know we're not saying this is all doom and gloom we just know people suck and they're gonna they're gonna as Tim was talking about before they're gonna weaponize it but this is also gonna help people tremendously it's gonna democratize so many things, hopefully stuff like health care education opportunity. Right. Because all of a sudden, all those things that used to cost money before a lot of this, even, you know, the free stuff is is so good and it's going to give you information and a lot of things that there was a barrier to that those barriers are going to be gone. Right. Because the AI is going to get better and cheaper and faster. That's all awesome. But then you got people that just suck and they're going to, you know. They're going to do what people do. And and so there's the downside of it, too. But um, should people be scared of it? Nah, I don't know if it's scared about it, but um, a little apprehensive because who knows where it goes.
0: Yeah, I mean, usually I'm the type of guy who, um, you know, is an early adopter of new technology. Um, I'm not really scared of it. Um, you know, and, and I've been... Like I said, I've I played around with, uh, you know, some of the stuff that's come out, Chat GPT and all that. Um, you know, have I seriously used it? No, but I mean, I've seriously played with it. And does it scare me? It it doesn't scare me yet. Um, it, it will scare me when I start seeing scary things done with it.
1: Well, the problem is, Tim, you won't know it's happening. Right.
0: So you'll you'll be getting copy.
1: And you'll have no idea that it's generated from an AI.
0: Yeah, what I fear is stuff like, you know, um, uh, you know, somebody who can have an automated message or an automated conversation with, you know, you know, elderly people because those those people are people who get scammed all the time. Yeah, um they're they're yeah. targeted, you know, and and you know that oh, you could have
1: their grant. You could have their grant kid's voice that's what i'm saying right? so, so the big yeah. scam right now is, oh, grandma i'm in jail what if it's your actual grandkid's voice
0: right that's what i'm talking about that's, yeah, oh, that's, you know, scary. that's a good point that's a really good point yeah and that's uh that's something that that's when i start getting concerned about it right i mean in in the mere fact that, that there has to be Hopefully, they'll figure out a way of at least trying to put some safeties in place. But I I really don't see how you'd be able to do that. I mean, it is most definitely a technology that is in the wild at this point.
1: Oh, it definitely is. And and we have no idea how to harness it. We have no idea what it even is yet. And by the time this goes to air, it's going to change from what it is today because it is it is on an exponential trajectory so um a lot of fun stuff but um a lot of unknowns and you know th- like I, I really and i've said this before this is one of, this has got to be one of the most fun times to be alive ever because everything that used to be science fiction is pretty close to being a reality
0: yeah yeah you know we <laughs> It was funny, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, man, I really enjoyed watching, like, Next Gen in the 80s, early 90s. And, you know, when they had the conversations with the computer, you know, and their conversations were the same conversations. Think about this. The conversations Mm -hmm. that they were having with the computer on the Enterprise are the same type of conversations we're having with Siri right now. Which is yeah, like yeah. broken English computer. Summarize this situation and then extrapolate a, a theory on how it can happen. And then the computer would go and do it. I mean, that's kind of how we talk to Siri today. We don't talk to her fluidly. We don't talk to her uh, uh, naturally like humans talk no. to humans. But we're there already. I mean, yeah. this was supposed to be 24th century technology according to science fiction.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's
0: It's... So let's just, let's just say, all right, maybe we're not completely there, but we'll be there in the next 10 years, okay? And in the next 10 years, because I've already actually seen newer AIs come out uh, that, are gonna um, mm, that are going to be digital assistants that are going to be for homes. And I, I don't want to name them because some of them are startups. Some of them are, are, are new industry type of stuff with AI sitting in the background. And the interesting thing is AI – is helping these digital assistants be better digital assistants because they're understanding to your point, George, um, accents, inflections, tonality, all those things, um, which the Starship Enterprise computer never did. Um, so no. my, my my point here is is that according to science fiction, you know, we had three hundred plus years until we hmm. were supposed to have you know semi, you know. Um, normal conversations with computers it's already happening we'll probably be there in 10 more years after 10 years it's kind of like now we've surpassed that
1: then you have to slow you almost have to slow the technology down yeah but that that, doesn't surpass
0: us (laughs) that's that's my my point is we have surpassed our own imaginary narrative no that's very true yeah, Like, you know, we put something out there and we said, eh, you know what? We think it's going to be like this. And Star Trek's one of those shows that's kind of based off of reality anyways, right? They, they go to NASA, they talk to consultants. Where do you think the technology is going to be in the next 10, 20 years? They don't do this stuff in a vacuum. They have panels and they actually do try to, you know, make it as realistic as they can. And yeah. I, I just, I, I think that the, the actual real life has overtaken the, the sci-fi narrative and we've surpassed it or are about to surpass it.
1: And because everything's growing exponentially, it doesn't take much,
0: which is why, which is why it's harder to impress people when they watch movies these days.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I I do have to say, yeah, shout out. I, I didn't know that I'd like it or not. The, um, um the Avatar movie, technologically, is really kind of cool.
0: Yeah, they it's... did a really good job, and I didn't think I was going to like it, but I actually wound up liking it very much. And, you know, the funny thing is, I liked it for the story. Um, the special effects just enabled the narrative to take shape. But the story was a very good story.
1: Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was... It was interesting because they tried to politicize that damn thing too but it, it turned out to be pretty good um and like i said there were some times where it was clearly animated mm-hmm. but then there were other times where it was like holy crap and you know the part where it, this isn't a spoiler alert but it a lot of it has to do about um water and in water environment some of the underwater scenes and the nighttime underwater scene. Wow. There's just, they're just stunning.
0: Yeah. They're gonna, they, they looked great uh, in the theater and I'm sure they're going to look uh, just as stunning uh on the big screen.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, so, so fun, fun time to be alive, buddy. Um, yeah, it's, this is really, <laughs> I, I, and And here's the thing I mean, you still have people, a fair number of people that don't have consistent electricity,
0: yeah in the world, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, and then you've got this stuff that's mind blowing in a i and and you know is is threatening our own reality. <laughs> And you still got people that don't have electricity. Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's just the further s- your mind, doesn't it? Yep. It's the further separation between, you know, um, you know, the the third world countries and and what they consider, I don't know who they is, uh, the first world, you know, countries, right? And you know, this is not a term I made up, but it's a term that's, you know, widely accepted and, and it's true. Um, that you know you're going to see a much larger divide and that divide used to be economic and it used to be uh, geopolitical but now it's becoming uh, technology
1: yeah and you know and I was thinking about that today too that there's no reason well there is a reason because people and governments are the way they are but we certainly have the resources to electrify most of the world and that would help life expectancy and just labor and all the other stuff and opportunity for a large portion of the world um but there's a lot of difficult and silly reasons why that happens but you know um I, i was just thinking about that today that that would definitely help but honestly maybe they're the lucky ones that aren't uh not you know certainly not from a convenience perspective but they're not being subjected to all this ridiculous rate of change oh yeah for sure all right buddy good show (laughs) yeah